G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Well, uh, that's the signal for Mount Rushmore. And today, because it's the 30th of November, it's the last day of Movember, uh, we thought we might just pay a little tribute to those men uh, around the world who have um, been remembered, I suppose, for having quite a healthy moustache, I think it's fair to say. Uh, I see Trudy just sitting there looking, posed, wondering. Uh, thumbs up, Trudy. You like a moustache, do you? I actually don't mind a mo, and I love Movember and what it raises the money for, and I've been impressed with the guys around here at SCNZ. Some are a little bit know, embarrassing. <laughs> JD's is pretty impressive. Yeah, well, uh, JD's, yeah, well, well, no, let's say no more. Hey, um... Trudy, if you had to have a sportsman over the years with a moustache, when I say like to have, if you mean to had to pick one, uh, who would it be? Uh, well, back in the day, I guess it would have been Richard Hadley. Sir Richard, sorry. Oh. Back in the day. Oh, Sir Richard Hadley. Okay, interesting. Well, my number four, Trudy, interestingly enough, was um, a, a, a sort of a counterpart of Richard Hadley. Uh, here's a bloke whose moustache I saw close up. Uh, from 20, 20 metres every now and then, and when he ran through, probably five or six metres. But this is my number four. I'm trying to scare him, trying to probably hurt him more than anything else, but uh, I don't want to cause any permanent damage or anything like that. It's just a matter of trying to hurt him at the moment, perhaps in the ribs or the leg or something like that, so that he at least knows you're around and that uh, he's a bit wary about getting behind the next one. Dennis. Keith Lilly. Mm. Now, his moustache, his moustache, his gold chains when he was running in the hairy chest as he ran in towards you with the perfect run-up and let you have it. And then, um, obviously, if you're out there long enough to stay and enjoy it for any period of time, uh, you got to know the moustache pretty well. But uh, in a lot of cases, you didn't hang around long at all. So he's my number four, one of the great fast bowlers in the world is... Uh, his record, fantastic. 70 tests, 355 wickets at 23.92. Fantastic. John Day. Well, just hearing him talk there, Smithy, how scary was it facing Dennis Lilly? He didn't <laughs> want to kill you, but he wanted to maim you. He wanted to break your ribs. How but, scary was that? Well, that was option B for most fast bowlers. I know, in fact, it was for option A for some. But if they couldn't get you out, they, uh, you know, it was part of their uh, M modus operandi. Uh, the RMO, John, uh, to make sure that if you stuck around for a while, you felt it the next morning. So there you go. <laughs> Love that. All right, my number four, I went for an all black, and then when I tried to choose the best all black moustache, these are the names that went through my head. Bernie Fraser, Grizz Wiley, Joe Stanley, Gary Witten, mm. Carl Tuinukawafe, Murray Mixted, and Keith Murdoch. And I just, I couldn't really separate them all. I was just trying to pick one of them. But I went back to the original moustache. 1905, Dave Gallagher. 
had one of the most beautiful moustaches you'll ever see. Of course, captain of the 1905 originals. Would look great on a penny farthing. I reckon that real old school kind of twist out the end. Very bushy in the middle. So Dave Gallagher is my number four for moustaches. Uh, passed away, sadly, in Passchendaele too early in World War One. But Dave Gallagher, the original All Blacks moustache for me, Smithy. And there were some crackers in the ABs over the years. Yeah, there were. Absolutely. It was almost a, a trademark there for a while. I'm going to go way, way back in time as well to the founder of the IOC, the man they called the father of the modern Olympics, Baron Pierre de Coubertin. Uh, Baron Pierre de Coubertin. Google him. Uh, have a look at that impressive offering on his top lip. Um, but he was very, very famous uh, and a, a great, a great contributor to world sport. The, the father of the modern Olympics, Baron Pierre de Coubertin. He had a mo. I did, yeah, Google him, Smithy, and you're not wrong. One of those ones, like, you can twist it out the end, but instead of twisting it and curling it up, it just keeps on going out to the side. So how long do you reckon it was in inches uh, from one end to the other of his moustache? An absolute ripper. Well, I, I never got to saw it. See it, John Contrary, a popular belief <laughs> I wasn't around yet at the turn of last century. Uh, but I understand... Uh, I understand you've got a, you would have got a healthy twist. We'll leave it at that, a healthy twist. Yeah, it's an absolute ripper and deserving of being number three. My number three is another New Zealander, and I think he just made the handlebar moustache famous in New Zealand and popular again. Because, you know, I don't know, Trudy, whether you like handlebar moustaches, but... Any uh, will do. Yeah, yeah, but I think Eric Murray uh, oh, as part of that brilliant pair in the rowing. It just... Yeah, you know, just iconic. When you you couldn't imagine Eric Murray without that moustache. Well, I can't, and I just think it's an absolute iconic piece of facial hair, and maybe the reason why they went so well on that boat with Hamish Bond. Hamish Bond so clean cut, and you know dapper, whereas Eric Murray with the hard edge look with the handlebar moustache. So for me, number three, Eric Murray on my Mount Rushmore of moustaches. Okay, fair enough. Well, my number three was actually I've mentioned them already this morning. Uh, with your tennis question in Stump Smithy, uh, and it's John Newcomb. Now, John Newcomb was uh, one of the hunks way back in the day, as they say, when men's tennis in Australia, uh, grass court tennis in particular, was the thing. Uh, and uh, every now and then they used to pop across to New Zealand, either playing the Davis Cup or uh, one of our tournaments. Uh, they would deem it uh, likely that they could come over here. Uh, the, the tennis circuit back in those days wasn't as big as it was uh, is now. Uh, but uh, they, uh, Newcomb and Roach, were outstanding doubles combination. And John Newcomb, uh, he was uh, one of the world's great tennis players of that era. Seven singles Grand Slam titles, 17 doubles titles with Tony Roach, two mixed doubles titles. These are all Grand titles. These are all Grand Grand Slam titles. I hasten to add. Uh, and he was uh, a tennis star that uh, they idolised back in those days. Uh, Newcomb and Roach. Not quite uh, like the, the dipsticks I've got playing today, Australia, <laughs> who tried to, Curios and Co, who tried to just upset the apple cart. Uh, these guys were genuine, uh, well-regarded sportsmen in Australia, and he had a moustache that impressed. We'll leave it at that. Absolutely. Well, got the thumbs up from Trudy again. You do love your moustaches. Uh, yeah, don't mind them at all. Yep. Absolutely. All right, number two for me. 
uh, going overseas and cricketers. Cricketers are so prevalent, Smithy, especially mm. with our texters. And I have gone for an Aussie cricketer as well. I just, I, I tried to think outside the square, but you don't need to with Merv Hughes. It was the <laughs> outstanding moustache of the time and continues to be. I mean, if you think of Mitchell Johnson and what he tried to grow and compare that to Merv Hughes, I mean, there is no comparison. It was the moustache as I was growing up. Um, Merv Hughes, an absolute character. It added to his character, I thought, and I absolutely admired it as a young man. And I thought, how can I ever get to that standard of moustache? And I never will. So sometimes you just look up and you're just like, that's the best moustache in cricket for me. Merv Hughes, Smithy, number two. You got? Did you have any run-ins with Merv over your time? Uh, no, uh, I, I, I wanted to have one one day at the at the uh, at the Wacker, um, and that Test match where Mark Greatbatch batted for like. Seven days. Yes. Save it for us. I wanted to have a confrontation with Merv that day, but he got me out first ball, so <laughs> uh, that didn't last too long. So um, yeah, uh, I regret. Didn't even notice. I didn't even notice if he had a moustache that day. Um, John. Uh, and in terms of yours being compared to Merv Hughes, yeah, you are the guy who felt of Merv Hughes' moustaches. There yes. you go. No, um, and, and just finally, I mean, how can you go past uh, in terms of moustache? How can you go past a guy? whose nickname was the Walrus, for goodness sake, <laughs> the Walrus. That's his nickname, Craig Stadler. Slightly overweight, picture that. Slightly tempestuous, even grumpy. <laughs> Haven't seen any one of those lately. Uh, and I just think that uh, he absolutely fits the bill for my hero. I mean, uh, if I played golf like anyone, it's the Walrus. And so the Walrus is my number one. Has to be. Wow. Craig Stadler. Yeah. No, I, I bow to that. What a, what a nickname. If you've got a nickname, The Walrus, you're right. You do have to be number one. Well, my number one is this guy. I'll let the music do the talking. Hulk Hogan. Just, what a moustache. Oh, Just I knew you would do this. I knew you would do this. Are you serious? I mean, this is McEnroe stuff. Are you serious? You can't be Hulk serious. Hulk Hogan, is, he's not a sportsman's butt. Honestly. He's not part of the sporting mecca. He is, you can't put Hulk Hogan in the mix. You cannot put Hulk Hogan in the mix. And I knew you'd do it. I knew you'd do it. I'm that predictable. That is, no, that is just a bozo selection. I just we've got to get this show back on track. That's ridiculous, Hulk Hogan. Uh, I want to talk to Staffy before the break to get some. I don't know, just to get some flavour back in. I mean, I'm disgusted, John. I'm disgusted by that.